Dragons being headed inside the final 150 yards. Classical Dream and the end is on by Hardy Hello and welcome to World right. Going Chasing. We're delighted to have Rob with us here again for part two of our Rob Core Stable Tour. If you haven't seen part one, make sure to have a go have a look back at our channel. It's the last video we posted last Monday. And in that video, uh, we spoke to Rob about their open company horses and their bumper horses for the upcoming season. Today, we're obviously going to look at the novice hurdlers and novice chasers. Uh, but before we get into that, just a small bit of housekeeping. Next Monday is going to mark the first of our brand new performance rankings. It's essentially a totally new format for us. We're going to run through all the talking points of the previous weekends and essentially slot them into three different categories, green, amber, and red. Not only will it won't just be the horse, essentially. So you could have a trainer on farm in the green, or you could have a jockey in the amber or an owner, uh, even a race course or the BHA or the IHRB. Any of these entities or people uh, could find themselves in the green, amber, or red based on their performance. So please make sure to click subscribe uh, there in the bottom corner of the video um, and join us every Monday morning at 9 a.m. for the duration of the upcoming National Hunt season. Uh, do we have any further bits of housekeeping before we get into it, Killian? Yeah, I think the BHA are just constantly in red until we're told otherwise. Just assume <laughs> they are in red. Um, like, I won't say I've got a set against them, but you certainly do. James so we let uh, we just keep them in red and unless you're told they've moved out of the red just assume they are still there we mightn't talk about them but they're they're known to be sitting in red okay Jesus right. boys it's, James is saying you can put owners in it as well if you put us in the red you can get fucked I won't be giving you a third one next year <laughs> yeah also on that point lads until you hear otherwise Rob Gore are in the green yeah. <laughs> Um, but look, without further ado, Rob, talk to me. Um, practice run is a novice hurdler that you're going to have with Mouse this year, and it's a cliche with Mouse that he takes his time with these horses. Um, you know, he gives them a gentle introduction, and then they really come to fruition a small bit later down the line. Is that a cliche? Is it the reality? Um, and then practice run this year. What sort of ambitions do you have for him? Uh, well, the old cliche is living up to its name here now because we were talking the other day and he's going to be taken slowly, slowly. Um, <laughs> he's just, look, he's a point-to-point winner for Colin Bow. We bought him as a star. Uh, he's from a real good family. Um, but he just seems to be, he seems to be a bit of a nutter at the moment. And um, he's he's cooling down a bit now, but um, he's a horse where he's, he wouldn't be the biggest in the world, so you'd be half wondering why we're doing this. It's just with the horse's attitude more than anything. But he's with the right man to take his time with him and get him get him to a good place. So, excuse me, it hasn't been decided yet whether he um whether he goes over hurdles or bumpers. But no, it's going to probably going to be a couple of runs this year and just take it slow. And yeah, it's yeah. the cliche. The cliche is back anyway. Good, good man, mouse. Good man, mouse. So we move on to our, our next one and we'll move over to Henry de Bromhead to a horse called Slade Steel. Our viewers will be familiar with him from last season. Uh, point to point winner. Got a rating of 91 that day. 
was really good at Punchestown before Christmas, beating a couple of really nice horses. Captain Cody, I think he was sixth or sixth in the the Cheltenham bumper. Blizzard of Oz was second in an entry bumper. Um, obviously bumped into a really really good horse in Ballyburn at Punchestown. Then um he goes over this year. Um, where do you think he'll end up, and what distance would you be looking at? Yeah, no, it's Jesus. He he was he was one. I remember going into Punchestown like. The year before, I thought Magic Days on the Thursday would have been our bet of the festival, and she ended up winning. And going in this year, I thought Slade Seal was her bet of the, bet of the festival. And I, I actually, I didn't think he'd be beat. I remember talking to people on the day and said, no, this lad will win, even though all the talk for Ballyburn was there. And she looked, Ballyburn half put us in her place. But if you actually watch the race back, we came wide. We came from off the pace completely like it's... It's one he probably he probably nearly was good enough to finish second. He's probably the second best horse in the race. I'd say taking nothing away from the horse that actually finished second, but um, I think he's one he'll thrive when he steps up and trip. I don't think I don't think he'll be a two miler anyway. He'll probably start over two miles and work his way up then because that's that's what we that's what we and most trainers generally tend to do. And I'd say two mile four will be his bag now. And so look if he if he starts off well. If he starts off well, you can look at possibly. I know there's a couple of graded races over two and a half miles at sort of, uh, sort of December time, the end of November. Um, but he's one. He'll probably start off the start of November, I'd say, and then we'll see. We'll see. But um, sorry, he's probably going to be the middle of November, I'd say. Like he still hasn't gone away and done a proper piece of work, so he'll go. He'll go and do that. But the vibes from the yard last year were really good. I know. They thought he was certainly one of their better bumper horses. Henry doesn't train horses for bumpers. I know we ended up going two or two from, and we'll talk about the second horse later on. But it's it's another old cliche out there. Speaking of cliches, as we were for the mouse, that Henry doesn't do bumpers. Barrett's the Barrett's the um the guard the Gorn bumper for point to point winners. But um yeah, no, Slade Steel was great last year. He won. He actually won really snugly in. He won. Snugger than it looked in Punchestown that day in December. Like if you actually look at it, John Gleason gave him a great right. He didn't. He didn't use the whip once, and he won cozily enough. Like he won hands and heels, even though the winning distance didn't actually look like he did. But yeah, he's he's a horse we think is a, he is a fair bit of talent, and hopefully, while they mightn't be a grade one horse, he could certainly he should. We you'd be disappointed if he wasn't a graded horse. So I think the followers should probably. Have their few quitting them once or twice this season, but maybe not the great ones. Okay. Um, and that brings us on then to the other uh bumper horse that Henry uh won with you for last year, uh, won by about eight lengths. Um, factual fact is his name. He had no point to point or French farm either, he was bought as a store. I don't know if you were involved specifically with this horse in terms of picking him out at the sales and that. But is there any more satisfaction in buying a horse as a store when you don't have that form and seeing him come to fruition and, and potentially go on and win grade ones or or does it matter? Um well to be honest with you now, I had I had nothing to do with the part with the purchasing of him. Um he wasn't actually a store, I don't mean to correct you. He was oh, bought yeah. as a yearling. He was bought as okay, a yearling, okay, yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> Um, Alex Alex Elliot bought him, and he was bought in, I think it was book two of book two possibly in Newmarket. I'd have to double check that. I'm double checking it now just to be sure. 
But yeah, no, Alex Bottom, he he won he won really well last year. We were kind of we were kind of wondering what to do with him last year because he wasn't really training well. He was in Henry's for a while, and um, then so we we have a we have a good. Luckily enough, we have a good old rapport with a with with a couple of point point men. We'd send them a couple of horses, and this lad actually went to Pat Doyle, which would, would you believe? And he was with Pat Doyle for maybe for a good few weeks, and um, then went back to Henry's, and then went and won his bumper really well. Um, I know the horse in second behind him has ran well in another bumper before. I guess since without winning, possibly. I think he ran, he ran behind the good, like what looked to be a good horse with these during the summer, I think. And um, yeah, no, so look, it's he's won. He's definitely, he's definitely, he's not going to be a stayer. I'd say, I'd say he's not going to be a three mile. He looks to have a bit of boot to him. He might be, he's, why he's going to be a two miler, two and a half miler. And hopefully, hopefully he shows a bit of class and kicks on again. But he can go and win a couple of races. It's one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be saying he's going to be setting the world alight yet, but um, yeah, he should be good enough to win a couple of races anyway. Okay, very good. And Kalani King, uh, Fleming's first point-to-point winner. Um, who's he in training with? He is with Henry. He's with oh. Henry. Yeah, we bought we bought him after he won his point-to-point. He bet um, who did he beat? It. He beat the um three parts brother. It's a hurricane fly weather. He ended up winning with about 12 lengths or something. The, the whole thing's with that horse at the time. I think he's now with Nicky. And um, yeah, no, he's, he's one of these, these horses. If, if he can keep him down, like, cause he's, had, he's had a couple of issues last year. He was, we ideally would have ran him in the point to point, in the point to point bumper and Gorn that Henry likes. But um, <clears throat> uh, he had a couple of issues with his shins. He kept getting sore shins, but you look, they've been. They, we think we he's had he's had a bit of a he's a vet's looked at it and hopefully saw it a bit and um, yeah he'd be one he'd be one of our more exciting ones this year I'd say he's certainly one to keep on side um he's working he seems to be working really really well at home I know they're I know they're really really happy with him so yeah once he can stay sound he could he could hopefully do a bit of damage he might end up being one for the Lawlers please God and in Nace we we've a good record in that in recent years. I think the last three years we've had the winner into the two seconds between Bob um Grand Jury and Irish Points. So it's a race it's a race we've become really fond of he might just be the one for that hopefully. Well, that's great news. Um so next one then on our list is another horse with with Henry uh Gard Lepeche, I'm going to say a uh, French horse that was bought as a store by point to point handler won a won a race uh point to point in Duro by twelve lengths. He's a uh, same sire as a Plutarch Landisoblo. Um so where does he rank in the novice herders and Henry's? Uh yeah, she's a good one now. It's funny, it's um I remember speaking to I I was myself and the boss were speaking to um an agent over the summer and a well regarded agent and he was saying, Yeah, Capguards is Capguard is the sire you're alluding to there yeah. and it's funny. It's it's. He was saying, yeah, it's one of their big, beautiful horses, but you kind of want to see them do something on the track before you buy them, because they can either be really, really good or fairly middling. Like there's no, there's not, there's kind of just a little bit of inconsistency with them. But um, yeah, no, she she's a grand old horse. She was bought. She was bought in the entry sale, the entry sale this year. Um, look, she's she's a lovely filly. 
um, I wasn't there for buying her myself, so it was left up to it was left up to um Mags and Robbie Power. And look, she seems to be a nice mare. She go over hurdles this year. I'd say she wants a bit of a dig in the ground as well. So look, hopefully she can win a few races. And um, look, she hasn't really been in the yard long enough to like she would have won, and then she would have got her summer break early soon enough after. So she hasn't been in that much work. But look, hopefully she can take high enough rank and I'd say she could end up being a two and a half or three miler again. That's great. Um, So we'll move on to the next horse. I think it's one that a lot of people were, were messaging, messaging our Twitter page about after uh, the open morning in Henry's for the Dunmore RNLI. Uh, massive, massive horse uh, on Tubber. Um, I remember being down there that day and like, geez, he looked, he, I'm not just saying this, but he actually looked the nicest horse in the yard he's absolutely enormous uh looked really well um unfortunately he missed all of last year um but going back to his point to point he absolutely hacked up there's been so many winners out of that got a 94 rating um obviously missing the year he's he is the year older now so is he going to be sticking to hurdles or or would you ever consider just going straight over fences uh, we have tied with the idea because he's a point to point winner by gentle wave, and as you said, he's so big. But no, he's kind of sick to hurdles now. I think the worry, the worry with a lot of horses, he got a leg last year. So what, what people don't know, it's it's that's a tendon injury, and it depends on the degree of how the tendon's torn as to how bad, how severe the energy, how the injury is. But no, he's won. Um, He's won. You're never really sure how to come back, but based on his pieces of work, anyway, it's it hasn't taken too much out of him. Thank God. So I um, went away and did a nice piece of work in the car there. You're smiling away ago. there. You seem yeah, you seem yeah. To be <laughs> struggling to hold it in there, Rob. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm smiling away. But if you, if you remember last year, I was smiling away for a gentleman's game, and I know yeah, the yeah. kids of death, got injured or missed the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't particularly want to do it for a horse that's already missed a season through injury. But yeah, no, he's six turn and seven. He'll go, he'll go hurdling. And sorry, I just have the dog behind me now. Um, yeah, he he'll go hurdling. And look, if he'll probably start out over two miles, I think people might be a bit surprised at that. He looks, it's he he they might think because of the size he might be a stayer. And look, he eats. He might be. He works really well. Um, I think. A term used recently by someone we'd have a lot of trust in is if he is a bit of booty to be anthem like and that was after okay. that was in the last sort of couple of weeks so and okay. um, yeah sure look if he'll start off if he gets beat he gets beat we can go up and trip but yeah he's probably probably the novice hurdler you'd want to be following the most at horizon this year now it's a it's a okay well it's end up winning the punters if you could hopefully Okay, Jess, that's a that that's a big statement. But look, uh, is is one that we'll follow keenly. So for for the upcoming season, another horse that came from the point to point scene is Josu Royale. Uh, this fella had two starts and placed in both uh starts. Uh, he was trained by Colin Bow. What was it that you saw in this filly that uh that you really liked? Uh, well, we bought her as a star, would you believe it or not? That's why it's um if you if you actually look at her form, she finished third, beating ten lengths in a point, and then. If you go back and watch the point, she was second in. You'd, you'd wonder how, how in the name of God this filly has been beaten. Like she, she was a mile clear after the last and got got beaten. Like um, yeah, she's 
she's one you'd nearly would have been surprised she ran in point to points and oh we're doing it we're doing that for the start of extra year of education for them rather than rather than sending them straight into a big yard and they have to get lost like so it's the lads the lads the likes of uh, as I said Pat Doyle and Colin Bow and Dennis Murphy have been brilliant to us and taking along, taking the horses along and getting them results and um yeah, she's a small enough mare, which is why I said you, she wouldn't be your typical point pointer. But I'd say she could end up. Well, she won't be. I she she may not be a graded horse. She might be a horse that has that has a good the wins are made and stuff like that. I know Colin. Colin has asked about her a few times to see how she's getting on. So while while she wasn't winning, she obviously did something right that he's wanting to keep an eye on her. Like, but uh, yeah, she's the mass marvel out of Santa Santa mare for pedigree nerds like myself. You know, that's kind of a very, very fruitful cross. It's a very fruitful cross. It's one then as soon as as soon as the um catalogue came out last year, it's one we were we were looking at straight away and funnily enough, Mags O'Toole was one that actually signed for it in signed for her in Arcana the year before. So she Mags has bought Mags has bought this horse twice. <laughs> God. So uh, we'll move on to the the next one, uh, another another filly um called Look to the West. Uh, she was a drumahan point to point winner by ten lengths. Uh, she's a five year old now. So does she go hurdling? And what what's her ability like? Yeah, she'll go hurdling. All right. Um, she won it. She won a point. She won a mare's point to point after beating after being beaten in her first point to point. Well, by um, I know it's a horse that a lot of people are looking forward to last year. Barry the Butcher. He fairly battered her first time out, and then she really came into her own in the second one. Um, I'd say she is she's a she's a nice bit of ability. She's a thorough stayer. She wouldn't she'd be a slow horse now, but she works well. Um, I know who I think it might have been Dara worked. I Dara wrote her and worked there a couple of weeks ago, I think, and he might he was happy with her, but um. Yeah, no, she's she's an out and out three miler. She's one possibly in running a. She'll probably start off in a two mile, two mile, two and a half mile maiden, and then go up. But if she's beaten in her two and a half mile maiden, I wouldn't be giving up on her. I think it's you can't. She won't have. You won't be able to put enough furlongs in front of her to make enough of the stamina test. Really, like she, she wouldn't be. She's no Constitution Hill like. Four miles in the fence, so. Twenty twenty five. National Hunt yeah. Chase. I know, sorry, twenty twenty five Welsh National, yeah. yeah. So we move on to the next one, staying with Gordon, um, a hurdle winner in Otoy called Golden Joy. So obviously he won his, his hurdle race in April. So is he only a novice until Christmas? Uh yeah, that's it. He's a novice until December. Um yeah, it's one of those Jesus. If he, if he, um, if he, it's one of those. It's if you want a week later, it's still the novice for the entire season. Like it's a bit of a killer. I think it's the twenty third of April or the twenty fourth yeah. of April. One on like, um, yeah. So that's that's a bit of a dose, all right. But um, yeah, no, he's he's a horse. If you, if people go back and watch, Jesus, he fairly he won very well there. And um, I suppose with the with with the sire and the page. He's by a sire I'd never heard of at the time. It was um it was the man that um actually bought a blue tire, put him forward to us. Um 
the I think the runner up or the third from that race has went down and won a grade three since in Altai. So the form is certainly is certainly working out well. He won that by ten lengths and there's been a graded winner in behind him. So he's he's going to be one we take it slow with. He's kind of, he's in a similar boat to San Felician who a couple of years ago who wasn't a novice. There is a there are a couple of four year old races in November he'll probably go for. Um so if he wins those, if he wins one of those, you might look at Christmas with him in Limerick, the four year old race there that um uh Tiepa won a couple of years ago. I know the horse, one of the horses in no looking back, James put up for his ten to follow. Yeah. He won it, he'd be Brazilian it this year or this past season gone last December. Um that could be an option for him. Um but no, we're gonna we're gonna be taking it slowly, slowly with him. It's Jason. Jason is the game for this lad and Anything that comes this season after, uh, and, and this season in between is a bonus. Really, it's just kind of, it's just about getting into next year. Yeah, he's uh, just looking at the sire here. It seems he's only had ten runners over obstacles ever. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a bit different, all right. Yeah, it is What's different. Um, being, the, being a bit different, it's um, probably costs a lot less than a lot of all toy winners. So yeah, that's, the, that, that's that may work in our favor. That it's very very different. Like, yeah, the, the top-rated horse was trained by Paul Nichols, Darmelo Mo, um, and he, he was rated um, at his peak 147 over um, over fences. So um, that bodes. That's a look. If he, if he, if he runs, if he, runs yeah. if he becomes a 147 horse, he's, he's doing a job anyway. Um, moving on from there, we've actually uh, what I consider a very rare uh, juvenile hurdler for Rob Cork, Hala Conti, uh, only a three-year-old, won uh, in France by about 10 lengths. Very impressive. Um, is he one that you'd have a lot of high hopes for this year or are you thinking more longer term? She is, yeah. Um, She she won in Campion first time out. She is. Um, yeah, ah, oh, Jesus, you're grand. Um, she's, she's by a sire. I have a small bit of a horn for at the moment in Caractar. Um. <laughs> I think he's very good. He's the sire of, I know, yeah, James, you put up Ile Francais for your 10 to follow and he's he's the sire of him. I think I think in terms of winners or runners in France, he, I think he possibly might have had the most black type winners to runners last season. Like, he's, he's going really, really well. Um, yeah, she's she's a nice old horse. Um, I think the plan for her is possibly to start off in the winners of two juvenile hurdling down Royal, believe it or not, which is generally a race which Harden sends a horse he likes to. So she has to be she has to be doing something right at home. And so look, there's a there's a nice old there's a nice old um there's a nice old program for mares and juveniles. So hopefully, if she if she kicks on, if she wins that and she wins again, she might end up being one that you look at the DRF for the the graded race there. Sorry. Like my hand just said a fucking fly annoying me here now but <laughs> um yeah no she could look she's one we think is nice she'll probably start off and down royal which is always a good sign which is what you want when you have a horse or garden and yeah look hopefully she can win a couple of races she'll probably be a nice one okay yeah very good um moving on from that then i think we have all your novice hurdlers uh covered Guys, we've also got some news for you. Uh, we've struck a bit of a partnership with Hacked Up Horse Racing Gifts for the upcoming season. If you head over to the website, you'll see they have an array of 
goods, gifts, clothes, etc. Um, on their website, all tailored to your favorite horses and owners' colors, will be given away. Uh, we'll have regular giveaways uh, with them throughout the upcoming season. Our first giveaway actually went live on Twitter just yesterday. Uh, so if you head over there, you can have a look. But one lucky winner is going to get a Cheltenham Festival planner, a hat, a T-shirt, a mug, and a pair of socks, all in your favourite colours. Um, you can also enter by simply subscribing to this YouTube channel now while you're watching the video, and we'll give you an automatic entry into the draw. And one last thing on it, uh, you can get 15% off at checkout. If you use the discount code WGC15, and again, we have the details of that on the screen below. So let's subscribe an automatic entry into it and the very best of luck. Have a look at the novice chasers. We're going to start off with Henry de Bramhead's Foxy Girl. She finished midfield in the Mayor's Novice Hurdle at Cheltenham last year. She's still only rated 123 over hurdles. Um, I can imagine she can probably improve quite a bit uh, over fences on that mark. Um, she probably could. It's now it's it's good that you mention her mark, as I'd say. She's actually, I know I hadn't told you this, which is fair to assume that she was going to chase and she's actually going to say Harlan. It's it's a okay. mark we think she's real juice on. Um, it's she's a, she's a bit of a she's a bit of a funny old horse. Like she seems to be absolutely mad. Like she just wants okay. to run. She just wants to tear off and run really, really quick for as really for as far as possible and then fall into a hole. Like, right. but, um, okay. <laughs> um, she could be one. She could be one for that all. Um, off that mark, I think she does have a bit more. She has a fair bit of juice in it. I'd say she could end up being a mid one thirties horse, all being well. Like, so she could end up being one for sort of the um the hand the mare's handicap and Dublin racing festival. I know she was a short enough price for that when she was entered anyway. I think she might have been favoured for when the entry was came yeah. Out. I think she was about seven to two or something stupid, yeah. She was something she was something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And she just what happened, she just happened to get injured. But um uh, yeah, I'd say that that'll be the end goal for her this year, we think. Okay. She's a nice mare. She's um she's a black type mare already, believe it or not. She was second in the pre Wild Monarch, the Phillies version, um in France, first time out, she was second in that to a mare that went on and won a couple of more graded races. So, hopefully, if um, and for people that know their French race and to know that the male version of the pre Wild Monarch, there's two horses bought by the Donnelly from it this Donnelly's this year from it, and they both seem to be highly rated. So, it quite it does it generally tend to be a good old race. Okay, so we'll uh, move on to our next one, uh, staying with Henry. Novice Chasers, that's a Hidden Valley Lake, uh, impressive winner of a maiden in Nace last November. Uh, was better again when winning a grade three in Cork over three miles, beat Cool Survivor, Monbeg Park. Let's be clear about it. Uh, went to Clonmel there to the Shore Hall, was giving away six pounds to a couple of nice horses in Monty Star. Search for Glory just got beat that day. I suppose the Bartlett didn't really go to plan. He was left off the rest of the year, but you'd imagine he's like, it's a bit of a cliche, but he's definitely going to be a better chaser than he was a hurdler. You'd imagine big horse. Yeah, you'd hope, you'd hope so anyway. Um, he was going to, he was going to win his point to point and get it got carried out. If you remember, um, yeah. Um, yeah, last year it's, he's one, he's one I really, really wanted to buy. Um, it's, he will, he, won his maiden, I think going into his maiden, I thought he'd be beaten. He he was running on the same day. 
he was running. It, that was a big day for us, actually. We had, um, we had himself starting off the big treble day. Himself, French Dynamite, and the Paddy Power, and um, Grand Jury in the beginner's chase against three striped life and Parsi. The two horses in that aren't with us anymore, which is a big pity because I'd say they're both going to be great one horses. Um, but yeah, no, he he was probably the one you least we least expected to win, and he ended up winning. Like, so um, yeah, we thought we thought he was going to be a slow old bull. He went to Cork then, and Jesus, he was he was wicked impressive. Like he he won a he won the Grade Three there, like comfortably. So we went to Clonmel then. Excuse me. Um, went to Clonmel, didn't, couldn't really see him being beaten. Ended up being a real, real tactical race. No one, I think, stamina's this lad's game hundred percent. I think he, no one wanted to give him a lead. Um, Monty Starr ended up winning it. He, I'd say he's a bit of a fair old horse as well. But he could be one. Look, if he's not a Grade One horse this year, he might be one for an Irish National or something like that. I know you pointed out that people saying. Tip putting up horses for the four miler. There, there is a real, real quick turnaround from the four miler to the Irish National. And if you're an Irish owner with an Irish horse, it's not, it's not scandalously high in the marks. I don't see any reason why you'd go to the four miler rather than the Irish National. Like the prestige of it, the prize money of it. I, I think like it's certainly Irish owners. Like it's Irish owners and Irish Irish followers are racing. Like you wouldn't. People don't remember four miler winners. People remember Irish national winners. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, the, it's the same for the English or the English and the Grand National, the Welsh for the Welsh National, the Scottish yeah. the Scottish yeah. National. Yeah. So it's kind of if he's not a Grade One horse, he might be one for an Irish National. Can't see him going for a four miler. Um, yeah. 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 Hopefully he does end up being that Grade One horse. He if he's if he turns up the horse he was in Cork that day, which was a good race. I know I like a couple of horses in behind it. Like, I think Cool Survivor is a horse that no one's spoken about this year. Geez, I think he could be a bit of a weapon over a fence. I think okay. he was going to run. Really, I think he was going to run really well in that entry race. But um, he's yeah, it's it's good okay. old form. I'd say that race. No, fair enough. So the next one is is one we've actually touched on before. It's part of the Tint to Follow. So if you haven't looked at our Tint to Follow series, he's there in part one. His name is a uh, San Felician. He's trained by Gordon. Um, he missed all of last year. He's some nice form over hurdles, and he's he's going chasing as well. Yeah, he is. He's he's a nice old horse now. Um, he missed like he missed last year. He just did a small. He did a small bit of a kiss and spine, and he was ready to rock. As said on as said on your podcast at ten twelve at the time. Um, he small this year. He should be. He's a one now. He was in Robbie Powers. Robbie did a fantastic job with him. He went back there. He, big strong horse. He looks. He looks a man now, whereas when he ran, when he was running that season, when he was overheard, he looked like a boy. He's he's really matured, I'd say. I said, if, if people want to go back and watch what I said about him in the 10 to follow video you did, there's probably going to be a bit more information there. It's worth your while, but he should hopefully he should hopefully win his beginners and then might end up being trim more hearts. Yeah, that's a good idea. Don't give any, any information here. Make people go back and watch the 10 to follow. Good <laughs> tactic. Thanks. Over to you there, James, for the last one. Uh, yeah, the last one then on our list is Hartwood. Uh, he's a horse you quite liked last year on this podcast. He was a four-year-old chaser at the time, and he's still a novice because he only got out once last year uh, in a beginner's chase, and he was second to Hollow Games. Um, he's obviously won uh, 
just had a few issues on that and things haven't been uh, playing sailing for him. But uh, how do you see uh, how do you see this year panning out for him? Yeah, he's a real nice horse now. To be honest, it's um, I know you, I know um, you put up a picture of him from Henry's Open days. Mm. So if people are wondering why he's called Hartwood, it's because he is he's a mark of a heart on mark of a heart in his head. We put the photo um, up there now, actually. Up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can stick the photo up there. It's a nice old photo. It's uh, one it's one uh, people like it. Uh, um, yeah, he was he was experienced enough when we bought him. He he won a listed handicap hurdle in France just before he bought him. He was sort of a similar profile to a Plutar not saying he's similar in ability wise he was just similar profile um, he ran he ran a blinder he ran a blinder behind Hollow Games first time out um, he's one I think he'll appreciate a step up and trip um, he mightn't be a grade one horse but Jesus he'd, he'd be disappointed if he wasn't a grade two or a grade three horse this year now it's he should he should be winning he should be winning um, he should be winning his beginners without without too much hassle bar he comes up against a bit of a weapon. And like I know Hollow Games, I think he might have been grade one place after it. Um, he, was a, he, was a real, he was a real good horse the year before. And yeah, yeah no, Hartwood hopefully, hopefully wins a couple of races. Mightn't be, mightn't be, mightn't take top of the ranks in the novice chase division. But look, should, he should make a few quid if he's back, I'd say. Yeah, he's still very young even to be going chasing. It's great to be having a horse and going chasing at five years of age when you're seeing some horses in bumpers at six. Like, um, yeah, it's a disgrace. You know, so uh, it's it's great to see that. <laughs> uh, that started staying on brand, I think, with, <laughs> with my views throughout all the last year. Hi, Rob. Just catching up with you there again now since you've had two horses running over the last week that we probably planned to talk about. And secondly, you got a nice bit of business done over at the sales in France, I believe. Uh, so we'll get straight into it. First of all, with Shannon Royale, he ran in a two mile four furlong maiden uh, in Fairy House and finished second. He was 130 on on the day, actually. So it's probably fair to assume that you were expecting a bit of a better run. Uh, yeah, we were disappointed with it now, to be honest with you. It's he probably only ran to about 107 or 108, which is well below what you would have been been expecting based off his bumper and his point to point. But um look, it's probably he's probably gonna improve for it. Whether you think he's gonna be a Cheltenham horse is it completely different other th- different thing. I don't think I don't think you can watch that and say, yeah, he's gonna be competing in the graded races so far this are coming up this season, which is very disappointing. It's actually probably it's probably a good thing we saved this until after until after the actual recording because when people watch the first one they'll be joined on to this they'll see I was half debating putting him in as my horse to follow and then decided to go as the Irish <laughs> point instead so um, yeah no very disappointing but you look we live to fight another day hopefully hopefully based off his homework he's good enough to win a maiden hurdle anyway so we'll see we'll try and do that and see where we go then yeah it could be a case of just him being a slow starter too hopefully because last year there was a big difference this was between his first bumper and his second bumper so hopefully we'll just put it down to a bit of rustiness and uh, we get an improved performance next time out secondly on the same card Rob we had Zafiro Dodville um, he went off favourite uh, in the bumper and finished fifth uh, how satisfied were you with that for his first run um, under rules and where do you see him going this year will he stick to bumpers or will you be stepping him up uh, over hurdles uh, he's definitely gonna go hurdling anyway. Um, he was, 
he was he was hard to gauge as to how he was going to go because he's awful lazy at home. Like So when they're like that, you don't know whether they're actually good and just save themselves with the track or whether they're just bad and slow. Okay. I'd say he he may just end up being the latter rather than the former. Um, yeah, he hung he hung off a left at the same time. I don't think I think he's better than the run, even though I think he's not he's not a world beater by any means. But he'll be going over hurdles. He'll be a three miler. You'll see. Hopefully, he can win a maiden. And I'd say similar to the the two of them. The two of them will probably end up chasing. It's going to be the game with them anyway. They're two. Zafiro Dodville won his point to point and Shannon Royale was second behind a good horse in his point to point so hopefully hopefully they're stout stairs and not just useless okay okay very good Um, and then finally Rob uh, you were in action at the sales in France you got a third year old three year old colt there named uh, is it Vida or Vida um, I'm not sure the pronunciation. He had so he had a nice some nice farm there in France. He won a, a listed race, I believe, on the flat. Ran in a in a group two as well. Uh, what trainer is lucky enough to get him, and has he landed in the yard yet? Uh, Vida, yeah, that's that's him. All right, he's a Zarek out of an Nathaniel mare. So while while it doesn't screen jumps, they both be good. They both be good dual purpose sire. So hopefully he should be able to jump anyway. And um, he's gone to Henry. Um, the plan is we're going to we're going to geld them now, and we all think he'll improve for gelding now. So hopefully he ran he ran to ninety nine on time form and a one hundred one RPR on the flat in in Longchamp the other day, finishing seventh in a group two. He was beaten about beaten seven lengths or so like that. Um, yeah, no, he's from a good jumping family. He is. He his half brother won for Garden in Galway there the bumper the other day De Capo Amaxios, um he's Vauban on the page and he's Mass Marvel on the page who's not who wasn't a jump source but he's a super jump stallion, so hopefully anyway hopefully he'll be able to kick on, um we'll geld him we'll see where he is in sort of a month or two but we'll make the call then as to go whether as to whether we go juvenile hurdling or whether we save him for next year and go maiden hurdling but um. Yeah, no, he's an exciting one. It's we we he's one we think will be nice, and if we if we get him out this year, it'll probably be December January time. But yeah. um, yeah, no, excited excited about him. He looks a real he looks the real deal now. Yeah, okay, very good. And with a horse like that, he's obviously race fit. He's been running recently in France. He's potentially probably in the middle of a season over there. What do you do with a horse like that when you bring him over? Do you do a bit of light work? Uh. Or and then see maybe in a month's time decide or will he just be sort of standing in a stable or in a field and taking it easy, um or what's the what's the go to there? Um, it differs. It that's a good question actually. So a lot of people know it differs between if you're buying a horse this time of year that's flat compared to jumps. Like if you're buying a jumps horse at the moment, they could have a small break and go straight into work. Like they probably would have been working for two or three months and then had their race they've had all the groundwork done in terms of jumping they can have a break when they travel and then get straight on into it but with the flat horse now he's gonna have to he's gonna he's as you said he's in the middle of middle of or towards the end of his campaign now so he'll probably take a bit more time off probably certainly six weeks to two months really i know i might have said a month there but um it'll be probably that and you're going to have to geld him as well, which means he's going to be he's going to be on box stress for a couple. Of, well, he'll get that done, and probably going out is probably the 
it's the best thing for him. It's the most natural thing for him anyway. And yeah, it's then when he comes in, it's not as simple as just, oh, Sherlock will put him in normal work and do our normal school. And, you know, he's, to, he's starting off from zero. So it'll probably take a bit longer than it would if it was a winner from Otoy. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, with those juvenile hurdlers too, we often see the best to then out bit later in the year anyway, December, January, for one reason or another. Um, so by the sounds of it, it could be quite possible if this fella does go juvenile hurdling, um, it could be a similar course of action there. But look, Rob, uh, that's all from us there. Thanks very much uh, for joining us there today just to give us uh, an update on those three horses. Um, and yeah, look, we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, perfect. Uh, just so everyone knows, it's only James here because Killian wouldn't get out of the cot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a very very important piece of information. We're at uh, a quarter, we're at a quarter past twelve here Irish time, and uh, Killian wrapped up in bed. There's no no getting them up. Yeah, there's, but, he's he's not for moving now. To be fair, to be fair to James, he let me get the morning work done, and then he stayed up so I could hop on. But I uh, know Killian wasn't for moving when he when he hits oh. when he hits the when he hits the cot. There's no moving. I, I see actually there was a comment uh, under part one of the video. He was compared to a Cheshire cat, uh, which, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I thought was very, very apt and very accurate. Um, but look, Killian will see this, I'm sure, when he wakes up or, or possibly on Monday. But uh, look, Rob, thanks very much for that and all the best. Spot on. Thanks a million. But Rob, um, we're going to ask you for three horses now. And last year in the tree, they gave us Irish Point, a grade one winner, and Gentleman's Game, who showed a, a fair level of form and was probably just unfortunate with uh, with injury really last year. But first of all, we're going to look for two horses to follow for the upcoming season. So if you can give us two names, that'd be great. Um, Just actually to go back, you touched on last year's horses, the ones I picked out to follow. Just because we didn't speak about him now, people might be wondering where he is. Um, I mentioned Virginia Storm last year as well as a horse foul for this year because he wasn't going to run last year. He's injured at the moment, so it's he's he's he had a bit of, he had a bit of a he had a bit of a rock in there, and um, he's um, he's out for the foreseeable anyway. So it's if people are wondering that based off that, expecting him to be mentioned in this video, that's just why it's we didn't see the need, we didn't feel the need to talk about him just because he probably won't be seen for a couple of months, like. So that's why, and then getting back to it, Jesus, um, who's going to be the two to follow this year? I'd say, um, Tober would have to be one. Hopefully, okay. hopefully, hopefully he he holds up sound and goes goes really well. Once he stays sound, he, he could have the he could have a nice horse there. And who do I want to be the second one? That's somewhat known, but outside the box as gentleman's game was. Um, who is going to be the horse to follow this year? I'll put forward. It's not the same profile. It's just probably people when I'm speaking about him this year or now. Jesus Christ! Who's gonna be? Sorry, I'd say I, look. I'll I'll go for two. I'll go for two. I'll go for two years in a row in terms of who who's gonna win who's gonna win lads money. I'd say Irish Point will have a profitable profitable year. Hopefully he goes down Royal and wins. Uh, I'll stick with him two years in a row. He didn't steer me wrong last year. Hopefully he does the same this year. If he if he says if he says the trip, if he says three miles, he could 
end up winning a grade one in either, say, in Leopardstown or in the UK, the long walk possibly. So, okay. Okay, very good. So we've got on Tubber, Novice Hurdler and Irish Point and Open Company uh, Hurdler. And hopefully he can uh, he can follow up with another grade one like we had last year. And then one anti-post Cheltenham pick. Please, Rob, you might know the prices there off the top of your head, but if you were to pick out one horse now... For us? Yeah. For us or else. Yeah, for yourself, yeah. Uh, Tiafu Stairs, hard of the 12 to 1. Tiafu Stairs, 12 to 1? Is that what he is? Yeah. It's yeah. savage price, is it? Savage, <laughs> savage price. In, in today's market. It's a mad price. Give me a chance to walk at 12 to 1 much longer. It's a mad price. He was hard in it last year. He's probably it's not it's a division that doesn't have too much in it. He's probably the up and comer in it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's right. some, there's some horses in it. There's some horses in it that are a bit of a fucking mad price now, and I'd say he's he's more than double the price of certain horses, and I'd say they have to get to his level. He doesn't have to get to their level. I know yeah. you won't say it, but I will. I'm looking at Barry Orr's Betfair Exchange here, and there's there's a certain mare shorter than him, and it's 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 a disgrace. Um, so you can you can find that out yourselves. Uh, you can get one hundred and fifteen at fifteen. Marie's Marie's Rock. Oh, Marie's Rock. Ah, sure. She, look, she's a grand old horse. Like, yeah, I, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. I was Again, thinking you won't say it, but I will. Um, look, you know, she's a grand old horse. No, it's it's. I wouldn't write her off yet. In it. Um, I know she's she's a horse. She could end up thriving over three miles. Like, you know, they were tying with it last year. But, um, look, it's. I think. Yeah, it's. He's the he's the one to beat and he's the one to beat in the division, in my opinion, anyway. Um no, but look, but... Rob, thanks very much for your time. Um you've given us great insight there, and I'm sure our listeners have also found it um extremely beneficial. But myself and Killian really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us, uh, particularly out there in Australia and that and you're you're busy with work and by the looks of it you're you're having a few beers there and you're going to head out. Um I, have, I just finished the, I just finished the Saturday shift, so um <laughs> yeah, no, I would in the Park, so I would live in the high life in Scone. Yeah, well, look, please, God, you can build on, uh, build on the success you've had in previous seasons in the upcoming season, and the very best to look, uh, for the upcoming season. Um, that's all from us on the Rob Core, uh, interviews, lads. Finally, next Monday we've got our first week of the performance rankings. Uh, don't forget BHA firmly in the red, Rob Core firmly mm. in the green. And lads, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks, guys. Tucker's been headed inside the 550 yards. Classical frame. And he has to go by Hockey Tucker. Through the line. To the outbound. And inside the three.